y'all, it's Carmen. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I had some blunders this week that you may enjoy me telling you about. So the first one was the other night we ordered sushi and when we started eating it, the first piece I picked up, unbeknownst to me, had the entire glob of wasabi stuck to it. Before I knew any better, I popped the whole thing in my mouth. My head almost exploded. I also came to the realization this week that I am entirely too old to be playing kickball with middle schoolers. What happened, you ask? Let's just say big girls fall hard and have an even harder time getting back up. Two days later, I'm still suffering. Anyway, enough about my mishaps. Let's get to our discussion on successful people versus failing people. Last week, we looked at the first identifier of successful people. Now this can be generally speaking, but I want us to think of these as identifiers for the quote, successful Christian life. When I say successful, I'm not teaching a prosperity gospel. I'm talking about when we follow God's ways, we can live a life that pleases God. To me, that is the meaning of a successful Christian. The first one we discussed last week was having the spirit of being teachable. Failure comes when we think we know it all. The second identifier we will discuss today is taking responsibility for our own actions versus blaming others for our actions. This is one I have struggled with, and I'm sure you have as well. Let's see what scripture has to say about this. First, we're going to read Proverbs 19.3. It says, A man's own folly ruins his life, yet his heart rages against the Lord. This verse tells us that a man's own wrongdoing ruins him, but this person is so foolish that he only blames God and cannot see where he had gone wrong. Let's look over at Proverbs 20, 11. It says, Even a child is known by his actions, by whether his conduct is pure and right. We are all known by our actions. Might as well take responsibility for them. Proverbs 28, 13 says, he who conceals his sins does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Mercy and prosperity of spirit comes when a person confesses their actions and takes responsibility for them. There are examples of folks in the Bible who never learned this lesson, and we can surely learn from them. Some that come to mind are Adam and Eve, Cain, and the Pharisees. They were so sure that their actions were not the cause of their own troubles, and they expressed that belief before God and men. Now, how did that turn out for them? Not too well. Let's not follow their lead. On the other side of this coin, we can look to the examples of David, Peter, and Paul. These three men knew they had messed up royally and ultimately sinned against their Savior. But the difference is they confessed their sins they took responsibility for their actions and accepted the forgiveness being offered to them. Let's look at what Paul has to say about this. In the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verses 3 through 5, he tells us that when we have an accurate view of ourselves and our contribution to the good or bad in our lives, we can then begin to make better choices and carry our own load. Let's read those verses now. If anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Each one should test his own actions. Then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. For each one should carry his own load. 
Bottom line, our sins, our wrongdoings are our own, not anyone else's. It's time to start owning it and then rest on the promise of 1 John 1, 9, which says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Praise God that He can and does forgive my sins, and He can and will forgive yours. How do we start taking responsibility for our actions now? Let me offer you three practical steps that you can put into place today. Number one, resist the urge to point fingers. Look objectively at your part in the situation. Number two, say sorry and say it quickly. And number three, be quick to compliment and not criticize. When you have a healthy view of yourself and look for the good in others, you will begin to have this marker of a successful person taking responsibility for your own actions. No better time to start than right now. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for my friend who is listening. God, I ask right now that you would forgive us of when we have blamed others for our own wrongdoing, our own sins, our own failures. And I pray that today we would begin to have an accurate view of ourselves, that we are just sinners saved by grace, and that we can and do contribute to the things that go wrong in our lives. Help us to confess those sins, and we know that you are able and willing to forgive us, all because of Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we lift these prayers up in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all, it's been a fun time. Next week, we will continue with the third identifier, which is being forgiving versus holding grudges. Honestly, y'all, this will be a tough one for me to discuss because this area has been a, quote, problem area for me. I cannot seem to get this one right. Will you pray with me this week that we are all teachable in allowing God to show us how to forgive? I can't wait to meet you back here. If this podcast has been encouraging, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Rate us and share with a friend. You can do this wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.